Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind and Solar's general manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on self-reliant energy. Check out our additional educational information, including dates for our hands-on workshops conducted in Seymour, on our website, windandsolar.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. Okay, we've been gone for a very long time, and as usual, it's David's fault. He couldn't get us moved in this building in just a couple of days like I asked him to. It took him a lot longer than that, so I don't even know what to do about that, but we're back now. We're back. <laughs> and we have a really cool building, so I'm going to just keep blaming it on that for as long as I can get away with it. That's what held us up. So before we get started, we always want to remind folks, we've got a workshop coming up at our new store. We've already had our first workshop here. I think everybody really enjoyed it. We've got a, what's I think really cool is we have a classroom that actually designed as a classroom, Mm -hmm. which is nice. So we don't have an area that we kind of just took over and made it work. We actually have one that's designed and very comfortable and allows for a lot of good interaction to take place. So that's coming up in January. I don't remember the exact date, but you can I always think it's check. 12th and 13th, but always check, check the that, website. So. Yeah. And make sure availability, they always fill up fast. So make sure by the time this even comes out, it may be questionable whether we have room or not. But we are trying to get those happening every other month. And, you know, we'll skip a month here or there where there's a big holiday or something like that. But we are trying to do those every two months. So, and David teaches those and does a great job there. I'll give him at least that much. <laughs> Thank you, Wes. (laughs) So what we wanted to talk about today, if you watch our YouTube channel, you'll see that we do some stuff with a gentleman named Mason Seidel. It's KY3. It's our local television station. One of the things that came up recently was a not related to us segment, but it was about, you know, a family here in the Springfield area that had purchased a very expensive M. I mean, they spent a lot of money on a system without realizing the difference really between a hybrid and grid time. And so what we wanted to just take a minute and talk about today is kind of what that means and just make sure that everybody out there understands what the differences are. And what's really nice about this, David, if my house is an example, that's a lot easier to even deal with these days. So first off, let's just get a good definition. I guess what are the three? The three major ones you're going to deal with are going to be grid tie, which is tying to the grid only. So you're just a power producer for the grid. Next one is going to be a hybrid, which is going to allow you to have some battery backup, but also be able to feed grid power back to the grid as well. And then the last one is going to be the king of them all, and that's going to be totally off grid. You're going to be your total independent energy provider. Obviously, there's significant variations on each one of these. You know, as we've said many times, we live off grid and it's been overcast here for two or three days. Two or two or three days. And so we're while it isn't a big deal with my system, we've been monitoring it and making sure, you know, David, I think you've commented many times and about, you know, I check my system daily. And what's nice, even with the new system that I've got, I can actually do that while sitting here. (laughs) Finally looking at my phone and doing that. Off-grid is, you know, kind of your master of your own destiny on that. But keep going because I want to throw a little wrench into this too. So 
going into your hybrid. So hybrid system, a hybrid system would use, I'm just going to use this one as an example. It would use like a Solark. Okay. Solark is the inverter slash charge controllers, an all-in-one unit. The Solark is capable of doing off-grid and or on-grid. So it has many different modes that it can do. If you're already currently hooked to the power grid and you want that to be sustained, that you want to stay hooked to the power grid in case of battery failure, in case of any other kind of whatever the case may be, or maybe you don't want to have to buy all the batteries it would take to be off-grid. And that's the major difference between off-grid and hybrid is just the battery bank capacity doesn't have to be as great in a hybrid system because you're only trying to account for small power outages. So your critical equipment will keep running. Whereas an off-grid, your entire system will keep running on a day-in, day-out basis, all based upon your battery bank and the size of your battery bank. So that's what hybrid is doing. It's taken, and Wes would argue with me a little bit, it's taking the best of both worlds. And I say the best of both worlds. Wes was going to say the best world is off-grid. And I'm not disagreeing with that, (laughs) but I've got to put both worlds in here. So I'm taking the best of both worlds that are available, and that's going to be the power company and the battery storage system and the inverter that can do that. And the great thing about like the Solark is it can use all your battery power first and use very minimal, we call it minimal grid. So it only takes from the grid exactly what it needs. So that's kind of what the hybrid system is doing. Whereas the grid tie system is only to reduce your electric bill. It was only designed to reduce your electric bills. So your solar panels are put on your roof or on a ground mount system or wherever you mounted them. And they're going to produce energy when the sun is out as long as it can see grid power. So if the grid power goes down, your solar panels are doing nothing. Literally, they are a roof ornament at that point. They are doing nothing. They will not produce any energy. You'll get no ill effects or you will not get any bonus effects. I mean, they'll get nothing from them. You know, grid tie, and that's the number one still, that's still the number one sold is grid tie. As people, we deal with this all the time and that's not really told to people as they're buying. And that was the whole premise of that KY3 spot is they weren't told that they didn't have anything if the power went out and trying to now add batteries back to that system if it's not the correct inverters is almost impossible. And the thing you get into there, and I understand to some degree, I know you've talked to even more people than I've talked to, is just the sad myriad of rules and covenants throughout the land that batteries are just about like the great Satan. I mean, I know I've tried to talk with some of the zoning guys over in Springfield just to get an idea of exactly, you know, what is the rule on having a battery system inside the city limits? And you feel like you're asking to solve a Boolean algebra problem. So, I mean, I can understand where if you want to have solar and you may not be able to have batteries, then you're kind of there. And if your only objective was to only reduce your electric bill, you don't you don't care about having any kind of backup energy, you don't care of anything of that nature, then grid tie is the application for you. There is definitely that application. It's just so many people are unaware that that is the only application that they are under the understanding, a lot of them that it doesn't matter if the power goes out because I have solar. Without that battery bank, that means nothing. Without having that hybrid system that's allowed to do both, they mean nothing. And so many people are, I'm not going to say duped into it, but they're just, 
the facts are left out of the talking yeah, it's points. The, it's the one thing most people would want solar for. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, it's There's like, a lot of people, that's exactly the reason they put it on. And they later find out that that was not what they were sold. So, so let's back up because this is one of the things that I wanted to kind of throw out there too, is we're huge proponents of the solar arc. You know, I know I am in particular, I having just switched out my systems of solar. And one of the things that is so cool about it, in my opinion, is that, you know, it has the ability to go both ways. So right now I've got two solar 15K limitless. I think it's limitless. Limitless, yeah. yeah. I think I've got two of those running my house and I am, you know, totally off grid. I could be grid tied. But what's cool about it that, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost 100% sure I'm right. If for some reason, and I've got both wind and solar, but if for some reason I needed to come in and throw in a generator into the mix, I mean, I could absolutely, within the interface and within all of the existing, I mean, adding nothing, but basically the generator and Yeah, just the plug. plug. Yeah, yeah, that's all it needs. And that's the transfer switch, everything's in there for that, so. I'm back up and, you know, let's just say I had to do some kind of extensive maintenance on my trackers or something like that. I mean, I could absolutely power those and it's going to basically look at that and see that it's kind of on grid is the way it would look at that and just say. It's going to basically look like it's on grid, but the generator, it's got a generator port on the bottom side. I mean, when you actually look at the bottom of the solar, everything's labeled and it says gen, I mean, for generator, you know, you just install that in there. There may be something in the programming that you have to do when it kicks over, but it's also capable of these larger generators that have auto start features that it'll just auto start the generator for you, you know? And so that's a big deal for a lot of people as well. You know, they have, you know, especially somebody that was in a grid tied application and starting to think about, Hey, I want to, to go away from that. Well, a lot of them already had like a backup generator. Well, now they can put that back with the- Yeah. Uh, and while I want to totally be a purist on it, yeah. I'm also a realist that you says- You got to be a realist. <laughs> you can't do it. I mean- I think the essence of being off-grid and homesteading is, Mike Tyson said, everybody thinks they got a plan until they get punched in the face. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I know when my wife and I had our daughter when years and years ago, you know, we had this whole plan of- There'd be no pacifiers. There'd be nothing. You know, they're not going to sleep in bed with us. And the first night, that all went out the window. It doesn't matter. You get that baby a nipple on a bottle of Jack Daniels if you need to. (laughs) Whatever it takes, just let me go to sleep. And so Mike doesn't have exactly right. I mean, your plans, even though they may be well laid, can be destroyed immediately. And again, going back, that's one of the best things about the Solark to me. They are pretty much mission ready for whatever you need and out of the box. Yep. And that's one of the reasons, not because Wes has them in his home. The reason he put them in his home is because with the trust level we have in those from the number we've sold. There's lots of different ones on the market now, but this is the one we found to be tried and true and be by far the best unit that's on the market right now. So if you've been listening to the podcast mostly as an interested party and not already deep into it, and you need some help understanding this a little bit more. We've met so many people over the years that I wish they had just given us a call before they signed the contract, even if they didn't buy from us, just to help them understand what they're getting into, particularly with some of the nefarious (laughs) plots that have gone going on here. I know we've got just one in here. I don't know if you saw the pink 
I think it's Pink Solar or something and Generac and having all kinds of yes, uh, that mess one there. Of them, so. yeah. Thousands of customers, unfortunately, you know, that they've done the same thing too. We want to help folks. And of course, that's just a smart business model for anybody being ready to help somebody. So yeah, if you're interested in this and you haven't made some decisions yet, reach out to us. If you're in a situation, reach out to us. We're glad to help you anywhere we can along the way. So anything else on that, Dave? That's all on that one. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. And again, we'd love to see you in Seymour in January or March. I know those two classes are on the schedule, so come and see us. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast or just want to say hello, email us at radio at windandsolar.com. As always, check out our store at windandsolar.com and buy some stuff. Your financial support underwrites our educational outreach like the podcast, YouTube channel, and local STEM collaboration. It also keeps Lucy and her doggy chicken treats. Thanks again for listening.